Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is unbelievably June 1st, 2017. My name is Phil Prosperich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com, and we've got a great show planned, or I've got a great show. I don't know why. I like using the royal we. I'll say we a lot, especially like on Twitter, saying, oh, this you know, this person joins us on the podcast. I, I guess I want to welcome you all into the podcast, but it's just me. I'm 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 talking. I'm I'm pontificating out here. So, uh, yeah, I have a great show for you planned today. A little bit of a final centric show. Not so much focused on the Orlando Magic. Going to take a little bit of a break from the Magic stuff uh, as we get set for Game One of the NBA Finals. I'll have my preview of the NBA Finals because that's, of course, of great concern to all NBA fans. We're very, ex- I'm very excited, at least for this series to finally get started. Fi- the finals finally starting is almost a tongue twister. Almost, not quite. Um, but. I'll have my pre- I'll give you my preview and my thoughts on the NBA Finals. But if you want the best thoughts on the NBA Finals, I cannot uh, advocate or recommend more the work being done on Locked On Warriors and Locked On Cavaliers for this NBA Finals series. They are the places to go to get your finals fixed for the next few weeks as the Warriors take on the Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. Um, I, I can't speak any. Highly of these two podcasts, I know they do a fantastic job covering their teams, just like I hope I do a fantastic job covering the Magic. Um, Danny and Chris probably do a better job than I do, to be frank, because um, they're both very, very fantastic people. Uh, and I highly suggest you give them a listen over on their podcast, Locked On Warriors and Locked On Cavaliers. Give them a search on iTunes or Audio Boom, just like you would search for Locked On Magic. Should be a lot of fun. Going to talk a little bit about the finals. Going to talk a little bit about LeBron James actually at the end of the show. And yes, I will tie that into the magic in just a bit. But before we get going, I want to say a quick word from our pals over at SeatGeek. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long, long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show you want to go to. And none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. SeatGeek is always the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or concert that I need tickets for now. Everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you, yes you, maybe not your friend, but you, probably your friend too, get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work and you save time and most importantly money. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. That's what that green dot means. Bigger the green dot, the better, I think. 
you'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. So if you haven't jumped on SeatGeek yet, A, you obviously don't listen to very many podcasts, but B, do it now because you get a $20 rebate. To get your $20 rebate, here's what you have to do. Download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter the promo code LOMAGIC, that's L-O-M-A-G-I-C, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOMAGIC today. And of course, today is game one of the NBA Finals. We're finally going to get to see the Cleveland Cavaliers and Golden State Warriors settle it on the court, get this rubber match out of the way. Should be an exciting series between the two teams. When we last left our heroes, they were battling on the floor at Oracle Arena just like they will Thursday night. The the Cleveland Cavaliers, having erased a 3-1 deficit to tie the series at three, went toe-to-toe with the vaunted 73-win Golden State Warriors, taking them, taking every punch they could, beating every matchup they could. It was LeBron James hitting a couple of big shots over an overmatched, I think, was it Kevin Looney? I forget who it was at this point. Um, but an overmatched center for the Warriors as they lost, they slowly lost grip of their lead and of their record-breaking season. Stephen Curry turns the ball over on a behind-the-back pass for some reason, and the Warriors were officially on the ropes. But it was not until LeBron James and his incredible block coming from nowhere to chase down Andre Iguodala, the NBA Finals MVP from the 2015 Finals, the first matchup between the two teams, that began to tip the scales back in the Cavaliers' favor. Kyrie Irving hits a step-back three to put Cleveland up for good. And then Kevin Love prevents Stephen Curry from getting a clean look, and the Cleveland Cavaliers deliver that long-awaited title to the city of Cleveland and the people of the Cuyahoga Valley. Over the summer, of course, Golden State stewed, and fortune would favor them, giving them a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to add the biggest talent they could. No, they weren't adding LeBron James. Instead, they added Kevin Durant. The talk of super team, the talk of of Durant taking the easy way out, that is talk. None of it matters because ultimately history will judge who wins. And Durant's decision has proven correct. He's back in the NBA Finals for the first time since 2013. He has a chance to claim his first championship. It doesn't matter who it's with, or how he had to get there. Being a champion is ultimately what history remembers. And this is a truly historic final series. The first time in any of the big professional sports in the United States that we have seen the same finals matchup for three straight years. And it is a series that is long-awaited. Golden State seeking redemption. LeBron chasing the ghost. Both teams on a collision course to get to this point. To get to this matchup. It's going to be one for the ages, I think. 
this will be a series, just like last year's series ended up being, a series that we talk about for a long, long time. And it's not just the pure dominance the Cavaliers and the Warriors showed throughout this playoffs. Golden State entering the finals 12-0. Cavaliers entering the finals 12-1. These are very clearly the two best teams in the NBA. We knew that seemingly in October. This dance through the regular season and Golden State trying to figure out how to make Kevin Durant fit, maybe Stephen Curry deferring too much. Cleveland struggling with their defense to close the season. Do they have enough? Was there a championship hangover? Can they really flip the switch? All those questions have been pushed to the side or answered in the affirmative. Cleveland can flip the switch. Their defense got better as the playoffs went on, as they scrounged for a sweep over the Indiana Pacers, as they put the Toronto Raptors to bed, as they defeated the Boston Celtics. Their defense got better and better and better as the series went on. The Golden State Warriors have found that fit. Stephen Curry has a swagger back. Kevin Durant went insane to close Game 3 against Utah Jazz, the closest the Warriors came to losing a game in this playoff run. Really, second closest, actually. Both teams have championship experience. Both teams have the will to win this series. And if I'm being overdramatic, I'm sorry. But this is a series to get excited about. The matchups are incredibly tantalizing. You have the best player in the world in LeBron James. And, and as I've always said, and I truly believe this, when you have the best player in a series, you always have a chance to win. LeBron James is the best player in this series. All due respect to Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant, LeBron James is the best player in this series. And he's going to show up and play. It doesn't matter who Golden State throws at him, and they're going to throw a lot of people at him. We will see Kevin Durant guard him. We will see Draymond Green guard him. We will see Andre Godala guard him. They're going to throw the kitchen sink at him to try and slow him down. And as we learned last year, that's probably not going to be enough. Kyrie Irving will play a huge role in the series, just like he did last year. That confidence from that big shot that he made will be present, for sure. He's going to have a huge role to play. Going up against Stephen Curry, who's looking for redemption after struggling last year. You can say he was injured, and he certainly was. He did not look right in that entire in that series, in that entire postseason, after slipping on the floor in the first round. But he's not going to use that as an excuse. He, too, is looking for redemption. Green is looking for redemption after the suspension that cost him his... His pretty much cost them that series. The matchups and cross matchups are so intriguing. Who? How do the Warriors handle Kevin Love on the outside and Tristan Thompson on the inside? To me, this series is going to turn on two matchups: whether Cleveland, whether Golden State can contain Kyrie Irving. Because they're not going to contain LeBron James. LeBron's going to get his. And someone on the Warriors will get theirs. 
but can Golden State contain Kyrie Irving? And then I think the bigger question, probably the question that is that is seeping underneath the radar in this series. How do the Warriors handle Tristan Thompson? Can JaVale McGee handle Tristan Thompson? Can Zaza Pachulia handle Tristan Thompson? Does leaving one of those bigs on the floor take away from the Warriors' versatility on offense? How often can Golden State go small with Draymond Green at center? That worked for them in, in the 2015 finals. It worked for them for stretches last year. And Golden State's going to want to get to that lineup. Golden State, to me, has to find a way to make Cleveland play small. With either Kevin Love at center or with Tristan Thompson out of the game. They've got to find a way to neutralize just, just the, the, the defensive force that Thompson provides on the inside. Because he is a, a dogged rebounder. If you haven't read what Zach Lowe of ESPN.com wrote about Tristan Thompson. It's a really good read. Really gets into what makes Thompson a really special player. Because he's not an all-star. But he makes the difference in series like this. In close series like this. He makes the difference. This is also going to be a series where we probably see a record number of three-pointers taken. A record number of three-point shots. Because both these teams want that three-pointer. They're looking for it. And so it makes Cleveland such a dangerous offense. This game, this series is going to come down to who can defend the three-point line best too. Who rotates fast enough to challenge those shots and then close off the paint on the drives, on the closeouts. This is not an easy series to pick. Both teams are incredibly talented. Golden State has so many weapons. Cleveland has so many weapons, and a lot of them are LeBron James. I'm not in the business of doubting LeBron James anymore. The way he's played this postseason has been nothing short of incredible. And there's no reason to think he's about to slow down. But when I look at this series, when I look at all the advantages and and disadvantages, I think Golden State has enough to get it done. I think they can hold their own on the glass. Stephen Curry healthy, Kevin Durant healthy. They take over games in a way that few guys can. LeBron's certainly one of them, but and so is Kyrie actually in some ways. But there's just so much pressure put on a defense with the way these guys play. And while Cleveland's defense has played significantly better in the playoffs... I'm not 100% sold that defense can can carry the day and win the day for the Cavaliers. Golden State's going to be pushed in this series. It's going to be a long series. But I have Golden State winning in six. I think the Warriors ultimately pull this out. And I think they ultimately get their redemption that they deserve. And with two titles in three years, we can begin talking about this Golden State group, however you want to define them, among the better teams in NBA history. Not the best teams in NBA history. I'm not quite there yet. Among the dynasties, at least. But certainly one of the better teams 
in league history. Regardless of who you think's going to win or your opinions of how this series came to be, how both teams got to this point, I want you to take a step back as a fan and recognize you're watching history. You're watching one of the very best players in NBA history, in LeBron James, playing some of his best basketball. You are watching one of the very best teams, collection of talent and teams in NBA history, in the Golden State Warriors, with what they're capable of doing on a night-in, night-out basis. This is history. It's easy to get wrapped up in I'm cheering for this guy. I don't like this guy. I don't like how the I don't like that this guy left his his team to, to go play and chase a championship. Take a step back from all that. And understand we are we are I, I really believe this. We are watching some of the best basketball that's ever been played by some of the best basketball players that have ever played it. And that deserves some appreciation. Enjoy this finals. I know I am. I don't care who wins it. I don't care if I'm right. I want I, I want to be surprised. Last year, you know, I was big last year in the Warriors winning the championship to validate the 73 wins, which I still think has value. Because the regular season is a different challenge than the playoffs. And I think the Warriors are right to recognize the accomplishments that they made in the 82-game season. But I was so thrilled. My breath was taken away at the end of Game 7 last year. In my estimation, and my short time on this earth (laughs) so far, last year's finals was the best finals of my lifetime. I'm 28. I don't think there was a better finals than the one we saw last year. And I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I hope it's a seven-game series. I would love a seven-game series. Because these teams deserve to fight for every little bit. Because they are both extremely good teams. Game one of the NBA Finals tips off at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on ABC. Remember, check out Locked On Warriors and Locked On Cavaliers for complete coverage of this series. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. There is, though, another issue to to discuss, I guess. Something of a, a smaller issue to discuss. When it comes to this series. And it's a part of the history that's been built 
that's being built with each game that, that's played. And that is LeBron James and his domination over the Eastern Conference. For the last seven years, LeBron James has made the NBA Finals. Whether it was with the Miami Heat or the Cleveland Cavaliers, the constant has been LeBron James. And as many of you pointed out on Twitter, James Jones. But I'm going to push the GOAT, James Jones, to the side. We'll talk about LeBron. The, the fun stat has been bandied about now that except for the two teams LeBron James has played for, the Heat and the Cavs, James has beaten every single team in the Eastern Conference in the playoffs except one. And we all know who that one is. That would be the Orlando Magic in the 2009 Eastern Conference Finals. We are two days removed now. I think it was May 30th, 2009, that the Magic defeated the Cavaliers in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference of the 2009 Eastern Conference Finals. A series the Magic were not supposed to win. It was a shock that the Magic upended the top-seeded Cavs and went to their second NBA Finals. And it began the very serious thought that the Magic were contenders. I mean, I think everyone kind of sensed the Magic were growing into contenders, but no one took them very seriously until the 2009 Finals. Finals run. And the Magic, of course, began pushing all in. But while LeBron never beat the Magic in that in the playoffs, never beat that team with Dwight Howard, and certainly the Cavaliers were rearing to play Dwight, to play the Magic that season. Season, remember, they traded for Anton Jameson at the trade deadline as a way to counteract Rashard Lewis. They were coming for the Magic if they could have gotten past the Celtics, but. The Magic, too, were ultimately felled by LeBron James, if indirectly. When LeBron ripped that jersey off in Boston, ripped off his Cavaliers jersey for the final time in Boston, and and the questions began circling, is that's the last time we've seen LeBron in a Cavs jersey? No one foresaw what was going to happen next. Certainly no one foresaw seven straight trips to the NBA Finals. But when James joined the Miami Heat, he sparked, that decision certainly sparked an arms race. It sparked a a big-time chase to catch up to the super team the Miami Heat. And ultimately, the Magic's inability to keep up with James cost them everything. I remember the first time the Magic played that LeBron-Wade-Bosch team. It was the second game of the 2011 season, so it was early November, late October 2010. Things were still pretty rosy. The Magic had just opened up the Amway Center. They blew out the Washington Wizards. Not not, not the most impressive team yet, but, but a good team. But a good win. And the Magic were going to Miami to kind of show the heat, I guess, 
that they were still the team to beat, at least in this state, but in the East. They were the favorites. Or if not the favorites, they were certainly still a threat. And it's an early season game, so maybe you couldn't put a lot of stock into it. But the way the Magic looked that game was really poor. The Heat absolutely dominated Orlando. Their athleticism, their length, their speed was a preview of what they would become. And they blew the Magic out. I think they ended up winning by like 23 points. But the Magic were down by 30 in that game. It felt like felt like a game that we saw last year with Orlando. And Orlando, I think, came to realize fairly quickly in that season that they didn't have enough. That their championship window was not closed, but was closing. And they did what any team might do in that situation. They made a trade. That trade ended up closing the championship window. It was the wrong trade. To keep up with the heat, to keep up with all that offensive firepower, that that raw defensive smothering. Orlando traded away a lot of their identity to bring back Hito Turkoglu, who was a far different player at that time, to bring in Jason Richardson and to bring in Gilbert Arenas. Orlando's search for that second star, for that perimeter star, left Vince Carter, who at the beginning of that season was a shell of himself. You know, we, we talk a lot about how missing the free throws in the finals changed Nick Anderson. Missing those free throws in the Eastern Conference Finals changed Vince Carter. He was not the superstar anymore. And he's found a renaissance in Memphis, so don't get me wrong. He, he figured it out. But back then, the Magic needed Vince Sanity. And they, could, they didn't get it. And so they, their hand was forced in December, even with a decent record. Something just felt off about that team. And Orlando knew, you know, with, especially with Dwight Howard's free agency looming in the background beginning, the the dark clouds beginning to churn. They knew they had to try and keep up some way. As I often argue, you don't make deals in December. If the Magic waited a month and a half, Darren Williams got traded from the Jazz. Carmelo Anthony got traded from the Nuggets. It's not to say the Magic would have beaten what the Nets and Knicks offered the Jazz and the Nuggets, but they certainly could have been in that conversation. With the way agents play, they certainly could have gotten word to their agent, force him here. Our window is still open. We've still got Dwight Howard. The the trump card in this whole thing. Ultimately, these decisions, this realization that the LeBron heat storm was coming, was already here, in fact. That realization doomed the Magic's greatest run of success in franchise history. Ultimately, trying to keep up with LeBron James in some way by holding on to Dwight Howard as tight as they could 
until he squeezed out of their their pressure grasp. It cost them Dwight Howard. It cost them their superstar. One of their greatest players in franchise history. And sent them into a spiral that's left them here, where they are today. Five years into a rebuild with little future to speak of quite, quite yet. People often ask me, as, as I discuss the Magic rebuild and, and what direction the Magic should go, how are the Magic supposed to compete with LeBron? And I usually tell them at this point, the Magic are not playing the same sport as LeBron James right now. Right now, LeBron James is playing for championships. And LeBron James is always going to play for championships. He's the best player in the world. The Magic need to worry about themselves and making themselves better. Getting caught up trying to chase LeBron, trying to force moves to to sniff his rarefied air, that's how you get in trouble. Golden State didn't build their team thinking, how are we going to beat the Spurs? They worried about themselves. They looked at the players they had and thought, how are we going to get better this year than we were last year? Everyone remembers, before the Wolves traded Kevin Love to the Cavs, there was a lot of talk about trading Kevin Love to the Warriors with Clay Thompson as a key key piece. And the smart money said, absolutely do that. Clay's an unproven player. You haven't really accomplished anything. You frankly kind of stagnated. Because remember, the, the Warriors were kind of up and down there for a while. Kevin Love is a proven star. He pairs well with Stephen Curry. A big and a point guard work perfectly. They should do this. Golden State's patience paid off. They didn't judge themselves by anyone but their own calendar. And it's paid off with huge dividends. Not that they haven't looked for ways to bring in players that make them better. They have. They got Kevin Durant. But they didn't get Kevin Durant to to face up the Cavs. If they didn't get Durant, the Warriors would feel every bit as confident that they can beat the Cavs. And I'd believe them. They're not chasing LeBron. Then again, they don't have to worry about him till the finals. Everyone in the East has to at least worry a little bit about LeBron and wonder, when is this run going to end? When is his monopoly over the conference going to end? I don't think that's anytime soon, to be honest. And I think we'll see more teams try and rise to the challenge and fall. Teams like the Indiana Pacers, Paul George, Roy Hibbert, and David West. LeBron laid waste to them, and look where they are now. They've got George, but for how long? Teams like the Chicago Bulls. Yes, Derrick Rose was cut down by injury, but the Heat ended his MVP season. And Jimmy Butler can't seem to get over that hump. Teams like the Atlanta Hawks. Teams like the Toronto Raptors. Teams like the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, 
Rajon Rondo, Ray Allen, Celtics. They were all ended by LeBron James. Their runs of success were ended by LeBron James. Losses to him raised fundamental questions about those franchises. Questions that a lot of them haven't answered yet. The Pacers tried to change styles and didn't get there. The Hawks ended up changing styles. They could lose Paul Millsap this summer. The Bulls had injuries, cut their run short. But they're back thinking about what they do with their superstar. And while LeBron didn't end a run for the Magic in the playoffs, he didn't have a direct hand in their demise. I think absolutely the Magic saw what he was doing in Miami and thought to themselves, even after a 59-win season, back-to-back conference finals, when they saw something wrong with their roster, they asked themselves, how are we supposed to compete with LeBron? LeBron James ultimately won the war and defeated the Orlando Magic and laid them to waste just like everybody else in the Eastern Conference. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. I went a lot longer than I thought I would. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys the NBA Finals. Remember, Game 1 is tonight at 9 o'clock on ABC. You probably knew that already. If you aren't already, please check out Locked On Warriors and Locked On Cavaliers, your best coverage for those individual teams. You can find them on iTunes and Audio Boom. You can also find Locked On Magic on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you think by dropping a review. It does help get the word out uh, on the podcast. We'll get back to some draft talk tomorrow. I'll recap Game 1 of the NBA Finals as well on tomorrow's episode, the Friday episode of Locked On Magic. You can, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Daily. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. In addition to our continuing draft player profile series, got a lot of fun stuff coming up for you tomorrow to start off the NBA Finals. Um, I'm working on a look back at the top 10 individual performances in Magic playoff history. So should a little bit of a fun look back at history, uh, uh, at the history of the Orlando Magic, which I love doing. Orlando Magic history is fascinating and fantastic. I love it. Uh, so I'm I'm doing that bit of a dive uh, tomorrow on the site. So be sure to check that out. Uh, should be up probably in the afternoon, I think is when it'll, when it'll be up. Um, uh, other than that, that's about all I have for today's episode of Locked on Magic. I hope everyone, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Um, for Line of Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. I will see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. 
Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.